0: I was thinking about uh, while we were worshiping I've never felt worthy to do this. Just something when the Lord when I really felt like the Lord had first called me into ministry I I used to say "Are are you kidding me? Are you sure? And I Terry was a big part of me getting over some of that because she had grown up in the, in the Lord and in church and she was just kind of my little rock. She was stable. She wasn't moved in her faith that easy. I was kind of moved in and out. You know, Are you sure you called me? A lot of confusion. But I want to say I never felt worthy. I don't think I still feel worthy. But in the wisdom of God, He uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And I want to talk this morning about the wisdom of God or really about available wisdom from God. Anybody in here could possibly use a little wisdom? Hey, come on, just throw a a hand up if you might have an inkling for needing a little bit of wisdom. So I really felt like that's what God put on my heart this week and, and like I said, my... My life is just something God had up his sleeve. Amen. But he wants to impart wisdom to us. So let's pray over this message, and we're going to get into it. And hopefully it will bless you. I think it will if you pay attention. Get a little notebook out. Write something down. Write it on the back of your hand. Whatever, dude. Just, um, I think God has something he really wants to speak to us today about this whole thing called available wisdom from God. Let's pray. Father, we love you and we thank you for the privilege to be here. Lord, none of us are worthy. None of us have a right to be here in and of our own accord, according to our own righteousness. But but in your wisdom, Lord, you place your son on a cross and his Blood was shed for us, his body was beaten for us, and your wisdom, his perfect righteous life through faith in him, your per- his perfect righteous life became our righteous life. So now we do, we do stand before you, holy, without blemish, and free from accusation. So we thank you for your wisdom and all that, Father, even though it's far, it's far too big for us to even totally comprehend, we thank you for it, in Jesus' name amen. Anybody ever done something stupid? I, I was thinking about stupid things I've done in my life because, uh, because I lacked wisdom. One of the earliest things I remember, how many of you know you do stupid things as kids? Amen. Anybody, anybody watch YouTube videos and the fails on YouTube? I can't stand it. We got a lot of dumb people in this country, man. I mean, stupid, they need to hear this message, amen? And I remember one of the stupidest things I'd done, and, and I, I really, this one I can kind of get away with, with it because of my youth, but um, some of you will remember, some of you, this will be totally over your head. Some of you remember those big old RCA wood cabinet TVs with tubes behind them. Anybody remember tubes and TVs, Okay. Well, those tubes, some of those tubes, in fact, there's one big tube in most TVs back when I was probably five-ish, six years old. There was one tube in the back of one of those TVs that that when you unplugged the TV, it held on to about 400 watts or something, man. It was like a, it was like a bad deal, right? So I was back there playing. How many of you know your five-year-old shouldn't be playing in the back of the TV set, eh, amen? And I didn't have any wisdom to know any better, amen, and I decided to grab onto the top of that tube, and I want to tell you something, I got jolted, thrown across the room, sat down on my, you know what I mean, and you know, I want to tell you something why that was important, that was really stupid, look at at the person next to you, man, that was stupid, okay, I'll get to you later, okay, I'm not going to be the only one stupid this morning, okay, that was stupid, but and it was stupid. But how many you know I never did it again? Huh? Uh-huh. You learn something from sometimes you learn, learn from making stupid decisions. Some, sometimes we learn from not walking in wisdom that maybe we need to go after a little wisdom. So that's kind of what this message is about. And wisdom, I want you to talk about this. Listen to this. Now, wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best course of action Based on knowledge and understanding, or, this is important, or or based on divine impartation of knowledge and understanding. So there's kind of a natural wisdom that, that you should have as you grow a little older, but there's also a divine wisdom, amen, or a divine impartation or no of knowledge and understanding. And that's kind of what we're gonna lean toward this morning. This morning we're looking at the ladder. Look at your neighbor and say, sometimes you're not that smart. Wives, this is your opportunity, man. This is your opportunity, okay? Listen, now tell them, but God wants to help you. Okay, God really wants to help you. So when, when you're not that smart, okay, it's then that you need Sophia, how many of you ever heard the name Sophia? You think that's a name? That's the Greek word for wisdom, okay? Uh, the, the Greek word for the wisdom of God is Sophia. So I need a little Sophia, amen? And In fact, I need a lot of Sophia. But this is what, uh, I want to take you back a little bit into the Old Testament first and uh, talk about this guy named Solomon. How many of you ever heard of King Solomon, okay? Um, he was David's son. And King Solomon has this amazing prayer in 1 Kings chapter 3 that he asked God for. He asked God for something very special in that prayer. We're going to get that in a minute. But um, what, what he was asking for is Sophia. He's asking for God's wisdom in, in overseeing the nation of Israel as he was to become king after his father. So we're going to read that in a minute. This, so, this same Sophia, the same wisdom is what James, how many ever heard of the book of James? Amen. James encourages us or exhorts us to ask God for. Okay, I'm going to read that scripture to you real quick. James, this one won't be on the board. James chapter 1 verses 5 through 7. Listen to this now. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. That's Man, that, that is so, just that portion is so powerful. If any of you lacks wisdom, here's a divine invitation. If you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. So God's not looking at you, so I'm not giving them wisdom, they're, they're no good. Or this person's better than that person, so I'll, I'll impart wisdom to them, but this person's not getting the thing. No, this, God's, God, God, this is available to anyone who will ask in faith, believing. Amen? So if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, here's here's, here's kind of the foundation of this when you ask, believe and don't doubt. Because the one who believes or one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So the only condition God has put on you receiving, listen, his wisdom is that you, when you ask, you just believe. Okay, Believe it's coming. Believe it's going to show up. Now, I don't know the time the, the time frame on that, but we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later here too. But this is what King Solomon did. So we got a, we've got a great, you got the scripture in James about asking for wisdom, and then you've got this great story in, in 1 Kings about Solomon doing this very thing. And I think this is a marvelous story. So I'm going to kind of read this out of 1 Kings 3 verses 5 through 15. I have to get a little closer here because for some reason the letters are shrinking every year in my Bible. Amen. Let's listen to this story. Oops. You're going to like this right out of the gate. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, this is awesome. Ask for whatever you want me to give you. How many of you want God to show up and do that to you just one time, amen? Ask for whatever you want me to give you. I think that's amazing that God threw that question out there before. What do you want? Just ask for whatever you want. But Solomon's answer is amazing, okay? Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. That was Solomon. Now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. But I am, listen to this, this is so critical, but I am only a little child. Could you imagine getting ready to take over the kingship of a nation, but yet approaching God saying, I'm just a child. I don't know how to do this. That's a secret right there, okay? But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. How many of you know it's important sometimes that we recognize that we may not have all the answers, amen? We may not have the wisdom we need for a given situation or circumstance. We may not have the wisdom that God, we need for a, a promotion God has given us. We may not have the wisdom we need to fix our marriage if it's struggling. We may not have the wisdom we need for a lot of things, but our God has the wisdom, amen, for every situation, for every circumstance, we're going to encounter. And, but you got to, Solomon shows up and just humbles himself before God. He says, your servant is here among the people you've chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning. Listen, here's, the, here's, here's his request to God. How You can have anything you want, but here's what he asked for. Give your servant a discerning heart or give your servant wisdom to govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern this great people of yours I have prayed that prayer over this church man, for years Lord give me wisdom have you ever tried dealing with some of y'all I mean you need some wisdom okay amen but I'm kind of joking amen but, but that's so true so listen the Lord was pleased, verse 10, that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, Since you have asked for this, not for long life or wealth, for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment or wisdom and administering justice, I will do what you... Listen, this is critical. Write this one down, underline it. I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Holy cow. I'm going to give you this wisdom you asked for, and there's never going to be another person like you. That's crazy. So, this is even more crazy. Right after this happened, God put Solomon in a circumstance where Where he has to operate, not in his own wisdom, but in this wisdom that God has imparted to him. So we're gonna read, I gotta read that story to you. I'm setting this all up. That's in the same chapter, verse 16 through 28. Now listen to this. This is kind of funny. Two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One of them said, Pardon me, my lord, this woman and I have in. "'Live in the same house, and I had a baby while she was there with me. "'The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. "'We were alone, there was no one in the house but the two of us. "'During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. "'So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side "'while, your, while I, your servant, was asleep. "'She put, put him by her breast and put her dead son on my breast.' The next morning I got up to nurse my son and he was dead. But When I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son I had born. How many of you know mamas know their babies, amen? The other woman said, not the living one. The other woman said, not the living one is my son. The dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, no, the dead one is yours. The living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. The king said, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While the other one says, no, your son is dead and mine is alive. And then the king said, bring me a sword. I'm going to try this some Sunday, man. This is like a great. (laughs) Everyone getting this? Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order, cut the living child in two. And give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, Please, my lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, Neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave this ruling Give the living baby to the first woman. Do not kill him. She is his mother. When all Israel heard the verdict the king had given, they held the king in awe because they saw that he had wisdom from God to administer justice. God imparted. You know, you know that was. It's kind of interesting this wisdom that's available. A lot of times is for moments that we wind up in that we weren't expecting. Amen. We run into a lot of situations and circumstances from day to day, week to week, month to month, and all of a sudden we have big decisions ahead of us, big things to deal with, and we don't always know what we need to know. But God has promised to give us wisdom. We can see that God offers and provides wisdom for his children. And he hasn't stopped doing that. This morning we have the opportunity... To look into God's wisdom operating through Solomon in the book of Proverbs. I think this is amazing. This wisdom is ageless and relevant for every generation. How many of you remember me just saying a few seconds ago that that God said Solomon was the wisest man that was ever going to live? How many think that's good news? Amen? How many of you know Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs? So if Solomon is the wisest man that ever lived... And Solomon took the time, and I think in the first chapter of Proverbs it says that, he took the time to write down the wisdom that God had given him in a lot of, in a lot of different, what we would call chapters and verses. How many of you know maybe we should take a really hard look at this wisdom from God that has been preserved for us in the scriptures? How many of you think that would be worth a trip? Amen? Because, I, listen, I want to see this put to work in, in our day-to-day life as I was thinking about it, I thought, man, that's, that's really what this is all about. It's, there's wisdoms available from God. Some of it, some of that wisdom is recorded for us in the scriptures. Amen. Now, some of it you might have to receive just hot off the press. But I want to kind of go through some practical wisdom Solomon lines out for us in Proverbs chapter 3. So every, if, you, if you want to turn there, flip there, whatever, whatever you do. On your phone, get there, Bible app. I wanna look at this a little bit. Now, this ain't gonna be super, this is just super practical, okay? anybody need wisdom? Huh? anyone facing a situation, maybe you need wisdom right now. I'm telling you, it's available. Now, you might hear it in the scripture today, you might receive it in your spirit tonight, but it's available. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Available wisdom. I'm going to say on knowing God's word. Okay. He's making this very practical. That it's important to know the truth or to not forget it. How many know we're forgetful? That's none. None of you know that. Anybody else? You're forgetful. You know that. The, I love it. The fact that you're forgetful. That's job longevity for me. Amen. Now, if you just memorized and remembered everything we ever preached or taught up here, heck, we probably wouldn't even have to come to church, but you all forget everything all the time, okay? But I think this admonition coming from Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, is really important. He starts out, he says, My son or my daughter, do not forget my teaching. Ooh, let that just sink for a second. Do not forget my teaching. My teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. Know the truth, Amen. Know the word of God. Don't forget it. It's important. It's living bread for us, Amen. It's it's living water. It's, it's the thing that guides our lives and drives us. So do not forget my teaching. But I love these. I love these proverbs from Solomon. Most of them, will, because listen, they're always followed by a promise. How many of you like promises? Anybody like promises? Anybody? My, my granddaughter, man, she's just like her daddy. My son, when Josiah was little, if we even hinted we were going somewhere special, or you know, buying a birthday cake, or it, it, it didn't matter if we hinted that we might be thinking about it five years from now, Josiah, that's a promise. We're doing that, okay? And my granddaughter's just like him. Amen you got to be really careful what you say cuz if they think it's a promise in our family we've tried to keep our promises amen well this is one of those things solomon in all of his wisdom is going to give us a practical teaching of wisdom wisdom that god gave him and then he's going to say hey this is followed by a promise don't forget my teaching keep my commands in your heart for they will listen they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace prosperity so let that just let that linger there for a minute so that's this this practical wisdom results in peace and prosperity available wisdom on hanging on to love listen to this next two verses Let love and faithfulness, this is wisdom from Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Love and faithfulness. I was thinking about that and those two go hand in hand. Show me someone that's walking in love the way Christ has asked us to and I'll show you somebody that's a faithful person. People that walk in love are faithful people. Amen? But, but let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then, listen to this, you'll win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. How many can lose, use a little favor? Amen? How many need a little favor with your boss? Amen? You wanting to raise? You know, you need a little favor? This stuff is so practical. This stuff is so real. Then you will win favor and good name in the sight of God. So there's available wisdom on on hanging on to love and walking, be that person that walk in love. I want to tell you something. If you will learn to love each other the way Christ loves you and, and you'll walk that out in your life, it will result, I guarantee you, in favor in your life, and your name, maybe your name wasn't good for a while, maybe your name was bad, maybe you're so far off the deep end, your name, you feel like your name's ruined, but I believe God is the God who restores, amen, God can heal anything, so God can restore your name just by you operating these very practical steps of wisdom from one of the wisest men that ever lived. There's, next one is three, five, and six, I love this. Available wisdom on trusting the Lord more than yourself. I might linger here for a minute. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Coming from the wisest man who ever lived. You think he knew something about trusting in the Lord? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. know You try to figure stuff out sometimes and how it's all going to work out when when you're under pressure. How many know sometimes we can't find that answer? So we have to trust the Lord, amen, with all of our heart. And it says, and in all your ways, submit to or listen, or acknowledge him. And he'll direct your path. When you don't know which way to go, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and acknowledge him. Stop right there for a second. How often do we take the time to acknowledge him? I mean, not, it's not, it's this, this isn't like acknowledge where you walk into church and you're standing over there scarfing down the donuts and, I, and you say, hey, well, hi, pastor, and I walk by, you know. That's an acknowledgement, right? But this is, this is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. I think it has to do with and, and know him. Amen? Know him and go after him. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. There are people in this room right now that need wisdom from God. They need God to direct their path. When listen, when the Lord found me, I was going down the wrong path. Was anybody here besides me going down the wrong path? Amen. And as I began to seek the Lord, he began to change the paths that I was walking down. Anybody glad they've changed the path you used to be walking down? Amen. This is he does this is he does these things. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is the wisdom of Solomon. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. How many ways could that be? Some of you young single ladies, I have the prettiest church in the Quad Cities, man. I got all these pretty ladies they are single. You're wanting a man, you know. I want a man. No, you don't want a man. You want God's man, okay? Amen. you, You want God's man. And I can prove it, but I won't go there. But, but listen, that's one of those ways where God wants to give you wisdom. And you, here's part of the problem is in God's wisdom, he might give you, I don't even know who to say. Kind of maybe a short guy, balding, little belly. You know, just not Brad Pitt or nothing like that. In God's wisdom, He might—you know—he's thinking. You know what? You need a husband, but you need one that's going to love you and care for you and nurture you and and honor you. And and, and you're wanting old Don Juan or whoever he is, man. That's—he's going to love. He loves himself more than he'll ever love you. Anybody know that guy besides me? Amen. But in God's wisdom, okay, He might. He you might be asking. You might ask God today, Lord, give me a wisdom, one and the right guy and then the Lord starts to give it to you and you're saying well I'm not not interested (laughs) but I think he knows you better than you know you amen acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path 38 and a half years ago I was praying for a wife There's a lot of options out there. But I needed God's wife for me. God's woman. I don't even know how I knew that. I was so new at this thing, I had no idea how I even knew that. But I remember praying, God, I want who you have for me. And there she is right there. Amen. After all these years. God's smart, amen? I needed a a strong woman in Christ, amen? I needed a, a mama. She mamas me a little bit. How many know she mothers me a little bit, amen? Takes care of me, folds up my panties and sticks them all in the drawer nice and organized. That's what she calls them. My underwear are called panties, okay? They're all tucked away in their spots and my shirts are hung up and my shoes are put in little nice little baskets in my laundry baskets, laying in the closet, you know, for me to put my dirty clothes next to. It's all there, amen? God knows what you need before you even ask him, amen? Now, listen, I may have wrestled with that, but I knew Terry was God's woman for me. And I caused her a lot of confusion. Listen, let me, I mean, I'll never finish this message. I never finish these messages, but... I was confused because I wanted to make the right decision, so I broke up with her. How often, honey? Every six, eight weeks for a while there. I just... So we were in Nashville, Tennessee. Listen, we were in Nashville, Tennessee on a missions trip, working downtown and Skid Row and leading people to Christ. And that night we went to these people's house and had a little dinner and barbecue. And I decided that night, you know, that I probably should break up with Terry. I'm not sure she's God's will for my life. And so I see, you know, I just I want to be honest with you. I'm struggling. I want to make sure I marry the right woman. I mean, I love you. I think you're beautiful. You're all this stuff. and So I'm just just hamming it up, and she slaps me in the face with a shoe. I mean, hard, man. I've had jaw issues ever since. You know what I'm saying? So all of a sudden, I had a fresh revelation of the wisdom of God. Amen. That's how you want a woman. If you want a man, just if he passes the shoe test, man, I'm telling you. No, don't do that. Please don't do that. She might have had a word from God, but you better make sure. Amen. But again, not in all your ways, I was acknowledging God and He was showing me. It, was, it couldn't get any clearer. And I'm thankful for that every day of my life. this available wisdom on trusting the Lord more than I do myself. Amen. Listen, what time is it? Gosh, I did I didn't get much time to preach today. What the heck? And I'm not going to go over either. I've got two minutes. You're going to have to finish this on your own. Okay, I'm going to give you the scriptures. Proverbs chapter 3. I want you to take that. That's what we're talking about. I broke it up into seven teachings on the wisdom of God. The whole book of Proverbs is the is wisdom from the wisest man that ever lived. Amen. There's nothing in that book that cannot help you in your journey with Jesus. Amen. But you've got to take it seriously and think about what it's saying. Let's do... Uh, a couple maybe two more we're done available wisdom on choosing god's word over your own listen verse seven and eight chapter three do not be wise in your own eyes too many of us think we're smarter than god and the word teaches us things that are contrary to our nature what our flesh wants to do the word says no do this Amen? That's, and when we choose to do what we know our flesh wants us to do and it's against what God wants us to do, we're being wise in our own eyes. And there's always a negative consequence to that, always. Not because of God, but because of us. Amen? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. God's not going to change that, guys. I don't care how dark the world gets, God's never going to change that. Fear the Lord, shun evil, Okay? This will bring, here's another promise, this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I think that says exactly what it means, amen? Uh, Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Available wisdom, managing your wealth for the glory of God. Honor the Lord. Smartest man in the world. Wisest man that ever lived says this. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. In other words, God will pour out a blessing on you, every area of your life. That's what that's talking about. Okay, it doesn't mean you're all going to be millionaires and drive luxury yachts and have jet liners and spaceships and all that stuff. But it means God will bless your life, amen, as we learn to honor him. Wisest man in the world taught this. Let's stand up together. I can't finish it because we're on a time limit. Anybody here this morning? Anybody need wisdom from God this morning? Come on, I want you to think about it. This is one of those messages you can just, available wisdom from God, you can just take it home and you can just study 1 Kings chapter 3 and Proverbs chapter 3 and think about this available wisdom that God has poured out for you, made available for you. Every head bowed, just every eye closed, just for a moment. We're going to move, we're going to move into a, just a moment of worship. We're going to close with just some worship, and here's what I want you to do in that time. I want you to take a few moments, and if you have an area of your life where you need wisdom, you know what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what it is. It could be something huge, could be something simple, whatever, but we need wisdom, and God's promised to give it to us. I want you to ask him for it during our worship time. Do you have a situation? Right now, do you have a situation, a circumstance? You just don't know, listen, you just don't know how to handle? You don't know how to respond to? Your father is waiting to move on your behalf. That's what the scripture just makes it clear. God is wanting to move. He's wanting to give you that wisdom. And listen, here's here's how how easy it is to access it. Could be, Father, I need wisdom in dealing with my teenage son. Could be, Father, I need wisdom in dealing with a, a harsh boss at work. Could be, Father, I need wisdom in taking better care of myself. Could be, I need wisdom in how I manage my money. Doesn't matter. It's all His wisdom is available to us. But here's what you have to do, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that this morning. You have to ask for it, believe it's on the way. That's it may come right now, may come a day from now, may came, it'll come. Believe it's on the way and wait for it. And it will arrive at any moment and it will make you look. Listen, when that wisdom is imparted to you and you operate in it, this is the blessing we get to share. It will make you look really, really smart. How did you come up with that? I, and you'll know in your heart it wasn't me. It was bigger than me. God, move in my heart this morning, bigger than me, Father. We open our hearts to you. We, Father, we ask for wisdom. I want you to do that. Ask him right now, just quietly, however you want to, just ask him. Wherever you need it, ask him for it. Believe him for it. Believe it's coming. And wait for it. It might, it might, it might be here before you leave this building. It might, like I said, it might be a a day away, a week away, a month away. But right now, in the name of Jesus, if you're asking, God's hearing the wisdom and it's on its way. That's what the wisest man on earth is sharing with us this morning. I love you, Rock Church. Worship with us. Thanks again for listening to our podcast and this week's message. Again, if you'd like to find out more about our church and attending a live service, you can find us online at www.rockchurchqc.com as well as on Facebook at Rock Church of the Quad Cities and on YouTube. Just search Rock Church QC and you'll be able to access our past sermons. And when you subscribe, you'll be notified when we go live for our weekly services. Until next time, have a great day and God bless.